How you doing? We are live. It's Saturday, which means it is Q and Assault. Saturday, where y'all assault me with any of the questions you may have. Now, this part of the live stream, the first 15, 20 minutes, is going to be reserved for Big Dog members only. Those are y'all paying uh, monthly members, which will be opening up this week for the rest of y'all. Uh, but then we open up the rest of the stream 20 minutes or so once all the questions are assaulted of me um, to the public. And that's when the floodgates open up. Y'all like my New Jersey? Prime? Prime? Yeah, we got to tuck it. Check it. Sanders. Baseball style. Oh, how's everybody doing? Let me move the comments down here. Let go. What up, Trav? How we feeling, y'all? Yelling into the void as usual, Kelsey. Yeah. Shirt is tucked and ready. You love to see it. Any questions y'all have, any sit starts y'all have, you could do it after I tell you that underdog is sitting there with a .5 line. They've got a .5 line for you anytime you sign up. If you're a new player on the underdog platform, they are sitting there with a free square for you. All you have to do is sign up with our code BDGE. Use BDGE when you download the Underdog app and use our code. If it's your first time depositing, they're going to double whatever you throw down, plus you'll get this free square. Sitting there, clean. Yes, 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 sir. Travis, oh my God, question so big, it don't even fit in the comment box. Hey, Nick, I got Traylon Burks, Brian Robinson, Terry McLaurin, Dobbs and Justice Hill on the bench. Should I swap any of them out for DJ Moore, Pittman, or Josh Kelly? I think we're going to be doing a lot of swapping here. Uh, I love your bench options. Let me pull up all the game matchups to just verify everything here. So um, DJ Moore, I think we're going to get a bounce back from him. That was a super tough matchup last week in which he saw a lot of Jared Alexander, which is never fun. Um, I think we'll see a little bit of a statistical bounce back for Justin Fields this week. So I like DJ Moore. I think it's hard to dislike Pittman after last week. And then Josh Kelly with Austin Eckler almost definitely out is another um, really good start. So if we're doing swap for swap like running backs, Josh Kelly is easily the number one out of Brian Robinson and Justice Hill in my humble ass opinion. So Josh Kelly goes in there for sure. I would bench Terry McLaurin as well. I like Burks a little bit because D-Hop is dealing with this ankle injury, and I don't think he's going to be 100% even if he does play. And I think there's like a decent chance the dude doesn't even get onto the field this week. Um, so I am a fan of Burks. So I think I want to keep him in. Terry McLaurin is still dealing with the turf toe, and I think he's going to get a lot of Patrick Sertan this week, who kind of shut down Devontae Adams. But the fact that they can keep him to like 6 for 60 pretty much means he'll shut down anybody else in the game. And a less than 100% Terry McLaurin little bit scary for me, all right? So I think I would start both DJ Moore and Pittman over McLaurin. I like Dobbs a lot with Christian Watson and Aaron Jones basically out, so I want to try to keep him in my lineup. What I would probably do here, if you can do like all just swaps here, if these are all like flexes because it's a little bit confusing the way that it's worded uh, in terms of like if, if it needs to be a running back for running back, wide receiver for wide receiver, here's what I'm going to do. I would throw in all three dudes on your bench. DJ Moore, Pittman, and Kelly, I would all put in the starting lineup. And if I have to take three guys out, I would take out B-Rob, I would take out Terry McLaurin, and I would take out Justice Hill. So that will leave Traylon Burks and Romeo Dobbs. Damn, we starting out with a goddamn haymaker on this one. Love to see it. 
Give me a second. I just got to pull up a quick ski page. Half PPR, Flex, Montgomery, DK, or Brian Robinson. So I'm assuming, I don't know why I would assume otherwise, that that is DK Metcalf. Ah, uh, that's really tough between DK Metcalf and David Montgomery. We have DeMont in a pretty damn plus matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. I do think the Lions do win that game. They probably take control of the game, which means David Montgomery is going to be a big piece of the game because when they have control, what they want to do is keep the clock running. What they want to do is give David Montgomery uh, 20 carries, which we saw last week. So wouldn't be surprised if that happened again. Uh, I think if I'm looking at... Him versus DK, I think DK's certainly got more upside. They are going against the Lions. I think the Lions overall are probably just like an underrated team. Mm, I, I like I like DK and and um and Montgomery. So it would kind of be a 50-50 split there. Safer, I feel Montgomery. More upside, I feel DK. So maybe that helps you um in your in your decision. B Rob would be my clear sit for me there. I do think it's it's really close. I, I think it's a ceiling versus floor play. So it kind of depends on um, because they're so close in my rankings where your lineup is kind of sitting at. If you're a big underdog, if you are feeling good about your team. Okay, we do have some uh, Amari Cooper news that needs to be mentioned. It is of dire concern to the Amari Cooper people. Um, I do have him in one of my one of my leagues, so that's kind of unfortunate. So apparently he just re-aggravated his groin injury as of Saturday, as of today, which gives him literally two days because the Browns play on Monday night against Pittsburgh. It gives him like 24, 48 hours to be ready to go. There is a very small chance that he plays. And there is a very, very small chance that he plays and plays well. So for me, Cooper... I don't think you'll have to make this decision because I I would be really, really surprised if he suits up. Um, but we're playing Elijah Moore over Amari Cooper for sure. Amari Cooper is going to plummet down the rankings this week because of the re-injury to his groin. Half PPR, one wide receiver, one flex. We've got Mike Evans, we've got Zay Flowers, we've got Cortland Sutton, and we've got Dobbs. Ooh, well, Cortland Sutton for sure for me is the odd man out. Mike Evans looked very good last week with uh, Baker in Tampa Bay. I even go as far as saying that he probably should have had a second touchdown. He had like a walking touchdown that didn't get to him. Um, and we'd probably be looking at him in a much nicer light. We have Baltimore against the Bengals, I believe. Yep. And that's kind of a sneaky, tough matchup. I like Zay Flowers. I love Dobbs against the Falcons, though. I do think the Falcons might run the ball legitimately 40 times in this game and just milk the clock and milk the clock and milk the clock. Like, there are some fucking cow udders out here. So that could be something where if Jordan Love only gets like 25 attempts, Dobbs needs to make good on it pretty quickly and be very efficient with it. Um, So this is one of those where like my heart wants me to go with Dobbs, but I kind of feel like the smart play would to be would be to follow the targets, which are Evans and Flowers. Sutton's out for me, for sure. Sorry, I'm, I'm thinking about this on the go right now. It's very, very close. I think I would go Mike Evans. If you're a gambling man, if you're a gambling man, my heart is telling me Dobbs over Flowers with Mark Andrews back on the field. Even though Flowers looked fantastic, 
I think I'd go Dobbs. I think Dobbs is more upside than Flowers just for this week with Christian Watson and Aaron Jones out. They got it. They got to throw the ball somewhere. So I'm actually going to go with Evans and Dobbs, but I, I think Dobbs and Flowers are so close that I, I wouldn't blame you leaning either way. Godwin or Josh Kelly. Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like Godwin will probably have a nice game. I, uh, I think you kind of have to have Kelly in your lineup, assuming Eckler's out. Like I, I don't see a world where unless you have a smash play, you throw Kelly above him or you throw that person above Kelly just because Kelly's uh, listen. I, I think Spiller will be active. I think Spiller will get involved in the game a little bit, but Kelly is clearly like the number two behind Eckler. It will be the number one if Eckler's out now. And he's an underrated pass catcher. He could definitely catch. He can definitely catch the ball. He's got a little bit of scoot to his game. He could break away some plays. Um, so I feel, I feel relatively good about Josh Kelly's floor for realistically, both of these dudes are floor plays. Right, like I don't think Godwin has huge upside in this passing offense to begin with. Obviously, he can have you know seven for eighty in a touchdown game, or you know he could bust off like six for hundred or whatever. But I kind of think they're both floor plays, and I feel safer with Josh Kelly just at the running back position with the volume he's going to get. So I would ultimately go with Kelly. And I realize I see you followed up with Pierce in there as well, but I would go with Kelly over Pierce too. Ferguson or Komet? I have Fields at quarterback. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, Fergie for me I think Fergie will have a bounce back game here I, they just didn't need to use their they didn't need to use Dak or their passing game whatsoever and honestly they I don't know if they really will need to again given the fact that they're going against the Jets um let me let me look some things up right quick Jets actually let up like a decent amount of production last week to Dawson Knox and to Dalton Kincaid I feel like they had they they scooped up a, a bunch of um a bunch of targets, not overall like downfield production and, and anything that ended up being like super viable fantasy points. Um, but I, I do kind of still like the um, the the Ferguson involvement in that in that game over Cole Komet. I, I have very little faith in Cole Komet. I, I feel like Ferguson's not a dude that I am panicking about after one week. Where the hell are the Bears? They play the Bucks. Yeah, relatively tough matchup. Brian Robinson or Montgomery? I'll go Montgomery there. Brian Robinson's got a relatively tough matchup against the um against the Broncos and not really an explosive player. He's um probably get like a nice, you know, a nice workload, but the Broncos are are very very good against opposing running backs. Like they just held J Josh Jacobs to 19 carries for 48 yards. So Brian Robinson's almost just like a bad version of Josh Jacobs in, in a lot of ways, so definitely Demont there. Full PPR, high upside, running back, Mostert, Kelly, Moss. Ooh, okay. Uh, definitely not Moss. Assuming we're talking about Zach Moss. Ain't no fucking way you just disrespected me by throwing Zach Moss into that question. That's a great question, Raheem Mostert and Josh Kelly. So if we're talking about high upside, as contradictory as this may sound, I actually feel like this could be Raheem Mostert instead of Josh Kelly because... The Chargers matchup against the Titans is actually it's tough for um it's tough for running backs. Like the Titans are an awful pass defense, a really bad pass defense. So if there's gonna be games where Herbert takes a lot of shots downfield and they kind of switch up the flow based on what they did last week to be a more pass heavy downfield offense, it'll be against a team like the Tennessee Titans for sure. This this game will tell us a lot about um Herbert and Kellen Moore and whether or not like Kellen Moore is actually adapting 
the offense and the pace and the play calling and the scheming to the strengths and weaknesses of the opposing defense. Because if you look at last week, like Miami was playing cover two down the field. They were just like, you're not going to beat us deep. You can take those dump offs or you could take those five, six, seven yard runs over and over and over again. We'll gladly give those to you. So they did. And now Tennessee is going to be a team that you could beat over the top. Tennessee is a team that you could beat through the air. So we'll see if they try to force their hand with the running backs again or, um, you know, or give it to their passing game. So I actually think most are on the flip side, most are they play against New England. Now, if New England's going to try to stop anything, it's going to be Tyreek Hill. It's going to be Jalen Waddell. They're going to be a team that's saying, you're not beating us downfield. And they did it in week one with Philly too. They said, Jalen Hurts, you're not beating us downfield with Devontae Smith. You're not beating us downfield with A.J. Brown. I would imagine they're going to have a similar defense as long as they don't fuck things up too early, uh, too badly early on. They're going to be in a similar game script that they were in week one where it was there was no big place, right? And I think that's uh, a spot where you – I mean, you can limit Tyreek Hill as much as you could possibly fucking limit him. He's too good probably to be limited. But um, I, I can imagine the middle of the field, the beginning of the field, like the the – you know, five, six yards in front of the line of scrimmage can be eaten up. So I I, I, I can see a big game out of Mostert. So as weird as this probably sounds, I actually think full PPR, uh, Mostert is more upside. Gabe Davis or Cortland Sutton, standard scoring. Yikes. All right, so standard scoring, you kind of bucket these guys into probably around the same production. Like maybe you project Davis for 40 yards. Maybe you project Cortland Sutton for – 40, 45, 50 yards. So realistically, when you're in standard scoring, you're just trying to figure out who has the higher probability of scoring a touchdown. You have Denver going against Washington. Uh, Denver will have Jerry Judy returning. They are only in a game of 38 and a half points total per Vegas. So we are looking at a low score game there. And then you, on the flip side, you've got Buffalo where it is Josh Allen playing the Raiders. They're off a bad game. So everyone thinks they're going to bounce back. Uh, they are eight-point favorites with a 47-point over-under. I do kind of think the Raiders are a sneaky team to um, to hit that, that that spread. That that plus eight is pretty fucking hefty. Uh, but based on that, when you like line it up that way, where the yardage is projected to be really, really similar, and you're not trying to figure out, will Court and Sutton get 10 targets versus Gabe Davis's five? You're kind of just figuring out who has the higher likelihood of scoring a touchdown. And for me, that lands on Gabe Davis there. So I would play Davis over Sutton. Pick two, Ridley. You never sit Ridley again. You never sit Ridley again. Ridley is, in my mind, basically a top five fantasy wide receiver. Rest of season, no questions asked. So uh, Ridley, and then it's Flowers and Dobbs. And I feel like I answered this one before, possibly between the two of them, where it's like my heart says Dobbs, my brain says Flowers. Like we just follow the targets. Though they're, they're like two ships passing in the night right now in terms of their team projection. Right. So you say, okay, Flowers did great in week one, but now he's facing more target competition over that middle short area of the field where he got a lot of plays because Mark Andrews is probably going to be back. Actually, we're not, I mean, we're not positive that Mark Andrews is going to be back, but I kind of assume he's going to be. If he's out again, then you're probably firing up Flowers here. But you think about Flowers getting more uh, target competition. On the flip side, you got Romeo Dobbs, who is now playing without Aaron Jones again, too, who's the guy who gets, you know, five targets but explodes for 40 yards on some of those targets. And he's not adding uh, much in the run game anymore, right? So it's like Dobbs is the guy who is likely going to see an increased target share where Flowers is going to see a, uh, a a lower target share. I also think Dobbs was probably limited a little bit last week with the hamstring. 
So he scored two touchdowns, but like his involvement in the passing game wasn't huge. And they were playing against the Falcons who, and they are playing against the Falcons who run the ball a lot. So like the time of possession is going to be a little bit problematic for them. Overall, I think I might actually start Dobbs assuming both Watson and Aaron Jones are out. If they're, if they're playing, then then I would go flowers. If Aaron Jones is out, would you go Pierce or Mike Williams at flex? I mean, Pierce, he was just booty cheeks last week. So excuse me. I'd actually go Mike Williams here. Basically what I said before with the Tennessee Titans and the way that their pass defense is, um, I am firing up my charger pass catchers. It's not like Damon Pierce is a surefire thing, right? It's not like we're looking at a, a top 10 running back where I'm like, I'm, you know, ETN or something like that, or Mike Williams. It's, it's, it's pretty much like Mike Williams, unless you have a great option ahead of him. How are you feeling about Kincaid? He ran a lot of routes last week, but I see Jake Ferguson on the waiver wire available. I, um, if we're talking about just this week, yeah, I think I, I think I probably start Ferguson over Kincaid. I still like Kincaid uh, long-term, like, Catching four or five balls in his first ever game is a very good sign. You could see how involved he was in the offense, but it was no, um, there was no like real involvement in the offense. They they didn't take shots down the field. They didn't utilize him like he will be used going forward. And I think a lot of that was probably matchup based. You know, it's not like Josh Allen had a lot of time to get the ball out of his hand and, and do things, you know, with um, precision and efficiency. It was just kind of like snap the ball, get that shit out of my hand quickly, and that's what resulted in plays to Kincaid being so close to the line of scrimmage. So uh, Kincaid, I, I don't feel great about, but I mean, I, th- I think they're kind of in the same tier. I, if it's going to be like problematic, you got to drop a good player in order to get Ferguson into your lineup. I probably would just let it slide and hope that Kincaid catches a big pass this week. Cause he, or like you said, he, he ran a lot of routes. He's playing a lot of the time. Um, so with Fergie, I still think Fergie's probably going to be uh, a really big red zone option down there. And with Brandon cooks out too. Uh, or most likely out, but he's out. He's going to be out. Um, if not physically, spiritually, he's out of that game. Opens up the middle of the field for a guy like Jay Ferguson. So I, I would, I would, here's what I'll say. Like if I had to do a tiebreaker, I would start Ferguson over Kincaid most likely, but I also wouldn't drop a player of value in order to add him to my team. Like I don't think the, the, the tier differentiator between the two is big enough for me to do something like that. Half PPR, we got Juwan Johnstein, Jake Fergustein, and Chiggy Steen. All right, so Chiggy's an interesting one, actually. I, I, I kind of, I kind of like Chiggy here. So we have the Panthers pasty, which is like underratedly okay, not bad. Um, we have Ferguson, who I've talked about a ton, and then we have Chiggy, who, again, if we let's see if we got any updates on DeAndre Hopkins. lean towards sitting has a history of playing without practicing but mechanisms suggest high ankle i don't i don't think deandre hopkins practiced at all this week which is typically like if they don't it's okay if they don't practice wednesday and thursday they usually need to get at least like a limited practice in on friday for them to suit up d hop didn't get any of that but like the doc on twitter said D-Hop has a history of playing despite not practicing, so it's possible he suits up. But they play against the Chargers again. Like I, I think the Chargers will throw the ball a ton. I think they'll force Tennessee to throw the ball a ton, and that kind of makes me lean towards Chiggy in this one. Sutton, Elijah Moore, Puka, Dobbs, Justice Hill, pick two PPR. Ooh, okay. So the three in the middle are really enticing to me. You have 
Sutton's out. Justice Hill is out until we see what that backfield split up is like. Puka is a surefire thing for me. Um, I think you're. I think we're getting another double digit target game out of Puka, and then you have Elijah Moore and Romeo Dobbs. Really interesting. I, I'm I'm leaning towards Elijah Moore right now because I think the pass volume will be higher, and since this is full PPR, we need targets. I think Dobbs is a, a higher likelihood of like making a big play or scoring a touchdown. But I think Elijah Moore with Amari Cooper likely out is a really, really solid play this week in PPR. I think I think more likely than not, he's going to finish with like six catches for 70 yards or something like that. And it's a really, really nice PPR floor. So I, I'd probably settle on – it would hurt me to, to sit Dobbs here, but I'd settle on Elijah Moore and Puka. What do you think of my team? I use a BDG draft. Got him currently in first half PPR league. You love to hear it. We got Tyree Kill. I mean, say less. What else we got to look at? Tyreek Hill, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Derrick Henry, Kenneth Walker, DJ Moore, Evan Ingram, Michael Pittman, B-Rob, Dobbs, Burke, Scary, Terry, Justice Hill, Ferguson. Well, kind of mm, – I, I guess you have decent starters at running back. It might feel like you need to add a little bit of juice at running back. Um, but as long as Derrick Henry gets on back on track, I think he'll be fine. I like I, I like the team. I like the team a lot. I think you have a few concerns, though, Scary, Terry. Um DJ Moore after week one obviously is a little bit concerning. Overall, though, I I feel pretty good about it for sure. Flex half PPR, Debo Flowers, Algier, Josh Kelly. Okay, so I actually I actually think that Debo is going to have a really good game. I am I'm not someone who's been on Debo really at all this uh this summer, but I think this is a game where he can fucking smash. Play against the Rams, not good cornerbacks, obviously. But the bigger picture here is that the Rams play zone defense on like 90% of their plays. This is important because while Ayuk is a beast and can separate against anybody, his big games come against man defense for the most part because he's such a good separator, right? Like Debo is a guy who finds the zone. He's a guy who makes plays in space, but he's not a separator or route runner like Ayuk is. So this feels like a big game coming from Debo. I think Ayuk will obviously be fine at E2, but there's going to be a game where Debo fucking devours, sits at the goddamn Thanksgiving table, fills up his plate, dives in, and wants to throw up afterwards. That's this game. So I like Debo a lot. It would be between Debo and Josh Kelly for me, but I, I think I probably feel better about Debo. I mean, you just look back. I'm, I'm looking back at game logs from last year, week four against the Rams, six catches, 115 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he only played them once that year. Uh, look back to two years ago, though, five catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown, plus five for 36, and a touchdown on the ground. Then his next game, four for 95, plus eight for 45, and a touchdown on the ground. Like, his biggest games – come against the goddamn Rams. I actually remember I looked at splits for this. So he's played seven games since, let's say, over the last, you know, since 2020. He's got five games against the Rams, 32 not against the Rams. He averages 21.7 half PPR points, 25 full PPR points against the Los Angeles Rams. And it's likely because of the defense that they play. So I think I just convinced myself as well that Debo is that motherfucker. With the recent news about Amari Cooper, would you play Elijah Moore over Dobbs half PPR? I feel like I just answered maybe this 17 times. I think I'd go Elijah Moore there. Josh Reynolds or Romeo Dobbs? 
This is if D-Hop is outs. Uh, yeah, Romeo Dobbs for me there, for sure. Lockett or Pittman? Ooh, this is a great question. I think we'll see a, a Lockett bounce back this week. He left and, and missed a lot of... He had two end zone targets last week, which were obviously good to see. But he left last week uh, going into the tent to get checked for a concussion, which is what caused him to miss a lot of the game, which is what caused him to not have any production. But I think that Detroit will score a lot of points. I think they'll force Seattle to throw the ball a lot. Uh, so I like Lockett a lot in this one. As a sneaky mountain bike. Full PPR, Elijah Moore or George Pickens flex spots? Uh, ooh, that's a great question. I would go with Moore there. I, I, I am forcing to play George Pickens in one league where I have Amari Cooper because Cooper's going to be out. I think I would rather go with Elijah Moore there. Christian Watson or Zay Jones, I'm worried about Watson Sammy. I don't think Watson's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Lockett or Pittman, I think we just answered that, or am I tripping? Lockett, or, yeah, you did, full PPR. Yeah, Lockett for me. Full PPR, one wide receiver, one flex. Ayuk, Metcalf, Zay Jones, Joshua Kelly. So we need one wide receiver, one flex. Uh, I mean, definitely Ayuk at receiver, and then I'd probably go Hmm. That's a lot of good options, man. I don't really think you can go wrong necessarily. I, I think I, I think ultimately I'd end up with Josh Kelly there. I think I feel the best about Josh Kelly. Zay Jones feels like a floor play. I guess they're playing KC, so it could be high upside with a lot of scoring there. But he feels like a floor play. And again, if I'm breaking the tie between the floor play of like a wide receiver three and a dude who's a starting running back, I'm, I'm going to take the running back because the likelihood of him scoring is probably much higher. So I'll go Ayuk and, uh, and Josh Kelly there. Full PPR, Mike Evans or Puka Flat? Ooh, ooh, great question. Dude, fuck it. Fuck it. Puka. Let's go Puka. Roll it back. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Alave or Debo? Uh, Alave. Alave. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I like Debo this week, but like Alave, you're never, you're never sitting Alave. Especially JC Horn's out for the game. So like they've got very little chance to keep up with Olave. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Olave ends up being the fucking wide receiver one overall this week. Can y'all feel me? Justice Hill or Zay Jones? Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Uh, I'm going to go Zay Jones there. I just, I fuck with Zay Jones, dude. I, th I think there's a chance that Justice Hill puts up a goose egg. And I don't think it's happening with Zay. Yeah, yeah. Justice Hill, Gus, or Herbert? Ooh. Uh, I think I, I think I'd go back to Herbert here. I think I'd go back to Herbert one more time. One more time. Got me feeling so free. Yeah. 
Musgrave or Kincaid full PPR? Ooh, I like this question. So normally I, I think I would just rip Kincaid, but with Watson and Aaron Jones out, I think I might actually lean Musgrave in full PPR. I feel like he's he's kind of guaranteed to get seven or eight targets. In a 10-team, should I drop Justice Hill for Josh Kelly? Yes. Yes. Josh Kelly's sitting there on your waiver wire. He needs to be added. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He needs to be added. One more time. Got me feeling so ready. All right. We opening this puppy up to the public. Let the floodgates open. How we doing, everybody? Mm. Now that everybody is coming in here. We'll get one more from Will, Gibbs, or Algier. Give me Gibbs. Give me Gibby. Gibby, baby. <laughs> what up, Josh? What's good? I'm going to say this once. I'm going to say this only once, along with like 10 other times while y'all are in here. Underdog has a free square up there if you're a first-time depositor. If you have yet to sign up for the platform, if you ain't on the platy yet, if you're not on the platypus, get on there. Use promo code BDGE when you deposit. And when you use code BDGE, you didn't think we had fucking mouse pads like this? You didn't. Shame on you. Where do you where do you get off? Use this code if it's your first time depositing on underdog, and they're gonna give you this free square. You double the money that you put down, plus they're gonna fucking quadruple it because they gave you a free square. How you doing? Prime time jersey. Yeah, you like this shit? I just copped this. I just copped this. We want baseball jersey style. No, I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. Oh. How we doing, y'all? We got 200 people in here. We got 15 thumbs up. Let's let's fix this ratio. This ain't a goddamn Penn State frat house party. Grow up. Yo, I need a new mouse pad. Oh, we probably got like 200 of these things in here. They're not for sale, though. Bitch. Actually, we can probably put them for sale because we got the right shipping packages for it. Go hit underdog. Code BDG. Love you. No you. No you. People used to call me Urkel growing up through my last name. Get it? Do you get it? 
If Aaron Jones doesn't play, do I flex Dobbs, Hollywood, or Akers? Ooh, that's kind of gross. I, I just like don't imagine Hollywood getting back in my lineup anytime soon. Don't love Hollywood. Hard to like Akers either after last week. Uh, going against the San Francisco 49ers run D. We're flex we're We are flexing Dobbs, boy. I'm getting a lot of questions about Dobbs. Y'all just not like Dobbs? What's going on here? Dobbs is a fucking stud. Stud moofing. Why do you keep moving the goddamn comment bar, Ecamm Live? What is you doing, baby? Justice Hiller, Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly. For all, for, all right, there's probably a lot of new people flooding in, so let's cover let's cover some of the biggest question marks we're getting this week. We're getting a lot of Josh Kelly questions. Getting a ton of Josh Kelly questions. And also, uh, we'll be going live tomorrow. Tomorrow, probably around 11 a.m. Eastern time, too. That'll be available to the public from the rip. So as long as you got notifications turned on down there, I think there's a little bell button. I think that's how YouTube works. been on this bitch for like 10 years, so I don't know how it works, really. And nobody tells me nothing. They don't respect me. Uh, turn the notifications on. That way, when we go live, you get you get that, that noty. Okay, so Josh Kelly. They're going against the Titans. That's It's a very tough matchup. They're a very good run defense. The Chargers are going to try to establish the pass game, I'm assuming, because they are a pass funnel defense. They allow very many plays being thrown over the top. They allowed the single most fantasy points to wide receivers last year. They allowed the single most passing yards to teams last year. And this is going to dictate whether or not Kellen Moore means business out here in L.A. They took advantage of Miami's too high, cover two, type defense saying, hey, you're not going to beat us over the top. They said, okay, we'll just run for six, seven yards, a clip. They emptied the clip on them. So now we have a defense saying the opposite. They're saying our run D is really good, but our pass D stinks. So what are you going to do about it? So I'm excited to see what Kellen Moore and the Chargers offense does, but there's just no chance we're starting Justice Hill over Josh Kelly. Listen, I like Justice Hill as a waiver wire pickup this week. He's not getting in my lineup, though, unless unless I'm desperate. Unless I'm dead. I'm talking about like Justice Hill or Antonio Gibson type beat. But Josh Kelly, hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. You're full PPR. We got Rashad White. Or I need to make some your merch. We actually just ripped these. Oh, man. Ah, we got so many cool things fucking in the works for you guys. I'm so psyched. Um. Rashad White or Drake London? I'm going Rashad White here. I don't think Rashad White's really any good, but they get the Bears defense, which can for sure be run on. And Rashad White should catch a ton of passes still. I think he's like a fine PPR play. He doesn't have a great ceiling, I don't think, but he's probably got a nice floor. As we saw last week, Drake London's floor. Get a landlord sued. That was a bar right there. That was a fucking bar. That was a bar. How you doing? Yes, sir. You know it was fire. So I ordered a, I ordered a Bijan Robinstein jersey. Right, got I got it black. The you know the old black Falcons jersey, Bijan Robinson. But I ordered it in two different sizes. <clears throat> you know, just to try it on. I'll return the one that I don't like. And when I returned the one that didn't fit, they refunded me the money for the entire order. Right, so the jersey was like a thir- hundred thirty a pop. So it was 260 for the whole order, but I returned one of them. So they should have given me 130 and said they gave me that 260 piece back. So I got a jersey for free, basically. 
And then I was able to cop this bad boy. So we are just lit up in Atlanta gear this year. Oh, just ripped some cards and got a Bijan autograph. That's beautiful. When you drop in slips, uh, I'll probably do more underdog slips tomorrow in tomorrow's live stream. Just because we have as much information as possible and they'll have more players up tomorrow to choose from. Because they don't, a lot of times they don't put up slips for players or teams or like backfields or wide receiver cores if there's like one player that's up in the air and questionable. So we'll do a lot of slips tomorrow, which again is why you need to subscribe and turn on notifications now so you don't miss that sheesh. You know what's wild? We do, uh, so we do a slip every Thursday on TikTok where we all grab one square on underdog. We do it each week every, for Thursday Night Football each week, and we are 9-0. and We hit the first one that was 4-0. and We hit the yesterday's or Thursday nights that was 5-0. and So we're 9 for our last 9. And if you do the math, the odds, because those pick-ems are 50-50, right? Like over-under, they put a line, 50, 50% you get it right, 50% you get it wrong. Hitting 9 in a row is 1 in 512 chance. We're out here supplying y'all with like 0.02% chance clapbacks i gotta stop doing that i don't even know where, where that came from i kind of fucking love it though amari cooper questionable okay this is another piece of uh news that we definitely need to talk about amari cooper questionable any other browns receiver you would start instead <coughs> i really like elijah Moore this week i think with uh i think the likelihood of amari cooper playing tomorrow or actually they play monday night very low don't like the re-aggravation don't like it this close to game time I would be very, very surprised if Amari Cooper is a full. I would be very surprised if he plays, and I would be even more surprised if he plays well or plays a lot or is not limited. So I think Elijah Moore becomes the PPR play here for sure. Elijah Moore at this point, assuming Amari Cooper's out, Elijah Moore is probably sliding into that top 25, 24, 23, 22, 21 type beat. You know? Can y'all feel me? Yeah, we making them slippy slips. Shout. Dr. Ryan Cecil, what kind of doc is you? We're looking to hire a doctor for the team just to, like, crack my back and shit in the moment. How much more do you value Waddle than Devontae Smith in Dynasty PPR Superflex start 10? If you wanted to trade Devontae Smith plus for Waddle, what would you consider? Um, They're really close to me, to be honest with you. I It kind of feels a little bit like if I had to pick one tiebreaker, I would take Waddle over Devontae Smith though it feels kind of like a lateral move and i don't know if you're i don't know if you're going to be able to get anything extra from whoever you're dealing with um sorry um i don't know if you're going to be able to get anything on top of it so it's like if you trade Devonta Smith that person's going to value the other, whatever side of the trade that the other person's on, they're probably going to think that they're winning that trade. You know what I mean? Um, so if you wanted to go Devonta Smith plus, I, it would have to be like probably a, a running back that I'm not very fond of, you know, maybe like capitalize on some of the hype over the recent weeks, like a Justice Hill or a Gus Edwards type of thing and see if that could work. Otherwise, like they're, they're close enough in the rankings and close enough in terms of like how I feel about them that, I don't know if I'd trade anything of significant value to go from Smith to Waddle because I think they're both phenomenal players. Do y'all feel me? Nicholas, 
Romeo Dobbs or Jamal Williams for flex full PPR league? This is a great question because we have Jamal Williams coming off a shitty game, got a whole gang of touches, but again, they played against the Tennessee defense, which is a very, very, very tough defense to run against. This week, they play against the Carolina Panthers, and we all saw what we did. We made him into our little sister last week. Made them little bitches down in Carolina our little sister. Sorry. I don't know why I did that. Um, so Jamal will have a lot more success this week than Tennessee. I love Dobbs, but I also do think that the Falcons will try to do the same thing they did last week to the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay Packers do not have a great run defense. They have a very good pass defense, though. So I kind of think it turns into a run funnel. And again, I, I could see us running the ball like 60% of the time, which obviously eats up a lot of clock. So I don't know that we see a ton of passing volume from Jordan Love yet. Um, so that makes me a little bit less bullish on Romeo Dobbs overall compared to a dude like Jamal Williams, who I do think is actually a very good flex option. So I uh, I think I'd roll Jamal Williams there, Nicholas. Dick Norris. What a name. That can't be real. Full PPR, two flex. Algier, Kelly, Hall, J. Will, B-Rob. Ooh, that's a good question. So Josh Kelly's definitely getting in there. And we have Brees Hall, but Brees Hall, before we get ahead of our fucking skis here, uh, still very limited on snap counts, still very much playing behind Zach Wilson, and still playing against the Dallas Cowboys. So despite all the hoopla, Hall is a sit for me right now in this format. I think I actually – B-Rob against Denver is a tough matchup. Um, Algier probably will get a nice a nice amount of run. If he doesn't score a touchdown, though, we – I'm not going to say he's useless. It's definitely not, but definitely lowers his upside quite a <coughs> quite a bit. So I think I'm going to go um, Kelly and Jamal Will there. I feel I feel the most comfortable with their workloads. Mikey Baby, Mark Cooper, and C Watson may be out. I think they're I think they're both probably going to be out. Zay Sanders. Monty, pick two, also love, or Deshaun for for passing touchdown. Okay, so I'll start from the back back burner. Uh, we're definitely going Deshaun Watson over Jordan Love. I don't like that Jordan Love is missing most of his weapons. I don't like that. Again, they're going against a team that's going to try to control the clock. And then full PPR, I feel pretty confidently that Watson and Cooper are going to miss. Um, so that leaves you with Zay. I'm assuming you mean Miles Sanders and then David Montgomery. I would actually play – I would actually sit Miles Sanders. I think I would actually sit Miles Sanders against the Saints this week. I love Zay against the Chiefs, and then David Montgomery against the Seahawks. I also really like that. So I, I would go with those two. You're, mm-hmm. you're. Courtney, do you use this money to pay your rent? I don't pay rent, I sleep on the street. Zay Flowers or Dobbs? It's Cooper's probably out. I'm be honest, I've gotten this question so many times. The Flowers versus Dobbs debate is it's too real. I'm a chiropractor. All right. Oh, that fucking lines up. What are we talking about here? Some I, doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. Can you give me that? Can we get some bacchiotomies up in this? Do you use this money to pay your rent? Also, Zay Flowers or Dobbs and Scooper is probably out. All right. So, scoring settings would have been helpful here if helpful here uh if it's full ppr here, here th- this is the way i explained it before and you're you guys i'm, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of you guys are coming after because for the first like 30 minutes uh, i was just letting in our our uh, big dog member subscribers 
very nice, quaint, intimate, private Q&A. Um, and, and the way I was looking at these two is, is very much they're like their ships passing in the night where Zay Flowers is on an offense where like Mark Andrews is coming back. So his target share is going to go down most likely. Dobbs is an offense where C. Watt's out and Aaron Jones is probably out. So his target share is likely going to go up. He's also getting healthier himself because he came into the week limited last week uh, with the hamstring injury. So we're looking at two outlooks that are kind of completely opposite. Uh, therefore, I like Dobbs' chance of scoring a touchdown more. Um, and I would go – so I would go Flowers if it's full PPR. If it's half PPR or standard, I would probably roll with Dobbs. Jakey Baby says, Puka, Flowers, Dots, and Dobbs are most are half PPR. You got to choose one. You got to choose one, brother. Mm. All right, so it's really – okay, so Dobbs I would probably take out. I think Flowers I would probably take out. Puka, Dotson, and Moster are all very close. Um, Puka feels like a really nice floor. Dotson feels like a really nice floor. Moster actually kind of feels like he might have the most upside here just based on the fact that New England is going to do everything they can to play similar to how Miami played against the Chargers last week where they're like, we're just not letting up any big plays. Therefore, you could run all over us kind of like what the Patriots did to the Eagles in week one. Um, So they're all fucking close there. I think at the end of the day, I'd probably play Dotson. I think if we look at uh, the matchup that we saw last week where they played against the Broncos, Broncos are, or uh, the Raiders played against the Broncos. The Broncos are, for the most part, a very tough defense. They have Patrick Sertain, who almost basically shut down Devontae Adams, and their number two, Jacoby Myers, eight. I imagine that Sertain's going to play on Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin dealing with the turf toe. I think this will be a big game from Dotson. I think this will be the game that everybody's been like waiting for Dotson for, for him to break out and be like, yeah, this was this was the dude we drafted. So very close between those three, and I don't think I would blame you going any way, but I, I feel most confident that Dotson has both a good floor that he's a great player, and that he has upside as well. So I like Dotson there the most. You're, you're. Dude, I got to do a fucking, oh, I lost deal or no deal this week. And for the punishment, I got to, I just got to be an NPC on TikTok live stream for like, for I'm doing it for a half hour. That's all I can muster out of it. Speaking of mustard, no pun intended. Everyone's going to be sending me hot dogs. I'm just going to be sitting there. Thank you for the glizzy. Thank you for the glizzy. Thank you for the glizzy. Um, I got to do that right after this. This sucks. I'm going to lose deal or no deal again this week. My running back is fucking Jake Funk. <sighs> Start two, Judy Pickens Puka. Muth already in the lineup. Uh, yeah, so Judy's definitely a dude that I'm staying away from, especially if you have any decent options. And I think both Pickens and Puka are, are both for sure decent options. So I'd sit Judy there, Jack. Jackie Baby. Oh, we getting hella supers. Uh, pick two, PPR from Alex. Javante Williams, Miles Sanders, Najee, Jamal Williams, or Brees Hall. My running backs are abysmal. I, I think you can – I think you're putting together, like, a, a decent mishmash of players here. So, I think I would be okay with um, a little bit of a bounce back from Najee, and I feel good about Jamal Williams' workload. Javante, the Washington front seven's kind of fucking ferocious. They're, they're kind of good. Um, so they make me nervous against Javante. Miles Sanders, I guess, will 
definitely get the work, but I don't really like his matchup against the Saints. He's not a big pass catcher, though he was like relatively involved. They do get they do get DJ Chark back, which will take some target share away. Ultimately, for me, I'm probably deciding between Sanders, Najee, and Jamal Williams. Um, I think I it it's really close between those three. I, I don't know if you have like a if you if you're leaning one way or another there, but those would be the three I'm I'm picking between because Brees Hall against Dallas, Brees Hall still very low on the totem pole in terms of snaps. Like, of course, he could break away the big runs, which he did, but Dallas is a, a fucking disciplined defense, man. They, are, they ain't fucking around out here. So, I don't. I mean, Jets are not going to be in a game script to be able to dictate whether or not they're running the ball a lot, and I think most of the pass-catching work will go to Dalvin Cook um, if Zach Wilson can even get the ball out of his fucking hand. So, I'm out on Hall here. I'm, I'm, for the most part, out on Javante Williams, I think, too, until we see, like, real explosion back from him. Mm-hmm. My gut says Najee and Jamal Williams, but again, I don't know if I don't know if I could really feel concretely about those two over Sanders. Ace Poppy, Flex Spot, Puka Zay, Flowers, or Allen. Running back spot, Josh Kelly or David Montgomery. Would you start to look to move AJ Brown and redraft for a Waddle or a CD? Um I would I would be okay with moving Brown. I think Brown will be fine. I think this is just kind of who Brown is. Like I, we're probably not going to get a ton of consistency out of him for the entirety of the year, but he will have those monster weeks. Whereas if you can move him for CD, I probably would do that because I think CD probably gives you way more stability on a week-to-week basis with a ton of upside, especially now that Brandon Cooks is dealing with a sprained MCL. If you can go Brown for CD, I'd probably make that move. Brown for Waddle, I'm a little less enticed to do it because I think they kind of offer the same uh, instability or inconsistency on a week-to-week basis. So I'm not sure it's necessarily an upgrade. Um, I think it's kind of just a very lateral move there. Running back spot, Josh Kelly or David Montgomery. I kind of wish you included... Um, I wish you included the scoring settings. I think, I think in I think in standard I would go David Montgomery, but in half or full PPR I probably lean Josh Kelly. And again, you did not include any type of scoring settings here. Uh, I th- honestly I think I'm gonna fucking fire back up Puka. I, I think I'm going. I think I'm firing back up Puka. He had like a forty percent uh first read rate meaning like Stafford looked at him on 40 percent of his dropbacks first read it was him he's playing the Cooper Cup role right now so hard to shy away from that I'd go Puka again feels like we're living in that Jeremy Lin moment right now you're you're Najee Sanders or Kelly pick two full PPR oh man I feel like wasn't that that you're killing me here That, that was literally the um the three that I just narrowed down in the other question it was full PPR. I needed to pick two of these three. I don't know if I can give you a different answer. I don't know if I can think of anything better to say from the two minutes ago that I did answer. You know what? For you, I'll say Sanders and Kelly. For you, I'll say Sanders and Kelly because Najee's not a pass catcher anymore. Cooper injury mean more over Flowers, full PPR. So Cooper injury, Amari Cooper, we're talking about Elijah Moore over Zay Flowers, full PPR. Uh, I can get on board with that. Yes, I can. I can get on board with Elijah Moore. Anna, Nikki, the NYC League is looking icky for me this week. Do you think Jake Fergie is going to do anything against the Jets? I like I like Fergie for a little bounce back. I'm not, I'm not opposed uh, to having him in my lineup. He, he dropped an easy one last week. I think he could have had a better game. Jets, Jets – uh, Jets defense is tough, but I think Buffalo racked up a bunch of production as well. Not not a bunch of big production, but like Kincaid and Knox had had quite a few targets and quite a few catches. So I, I do think Ferguson will be fine, especially with Brandon Cooks out. 
Puka or McLaurin, full PPR. Cooper was my flex. Uh, definitely Puka for me there. Camus, what's up? Forgot to add something. All right, you did the question next. Uh, Dal Garrett Wilson, Dalvin, Elijah Moore, Flowers, Pierce, Josh Kelly, Connor, pick two, half PPR. Holy shit. I will probably roll with uh, Josh Kelly and who does mm, not Dalvin, probably not Pierce, not James Connor. Look at Elijah Moore, Zay Flowers, Garrett Wilson. Oh, God. It's so hard not to say Garrett Wilson. I, I think I'm just I, – I feel like Garrett Wilson is just going to have like a 45% target share, man. I'm, I'm going to go Josh Kelly and Garrett Wilson there. Puka Debo or Rashad White, full PPR league. Okay, so I was talking about this before. Debo, I think, is going to fucking eat. If you look at his game logs against the Rams over the last, like, five years – He's been so good. The la even just the last three games. Last year and the two times he played the Rams the year before that, it's because the zone defense is what the Rams run primarily. And when they do that against the, the Niners, Debo's the dude that eats in the receiving core for the Niners as opposed to Ayuk. Ayuk will be fine too, I think. But Debo's going to have a very big game. Do you want to fade Puka right now? I'm going to say I would play Puka and Debo both over Rashad White for sure. Those are my top two in this question. I'm going to leave that one up to you. I will say that Debo eats against the Rams. That's the type of defense that he gets open in the zone and like can do his damage. But it's it's hard for me to say Debo over Puka. <clears throat> Puka, Dotson, DJ Moore, David Montgomery, I can start too. Guys, you, you got to give me the scoring settings. I like I can't answer these questions. This is standard. Dave Montgomery is a much better option. If this is full PPR, he's a much worse option. I, I think you might have him, assuming this is full PPR, I think you probably have him ordered the way that I would rank them. Puka Dotson, DJ Moore, David Montgomery. Frankie Baby, full PPR. Godwin, Evans, Flowers, and Elijah Moore, pick three. Ooh, okay, so you got both Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, picking the Tampa Bay Bucks, it's literally a coin flip. Who's going to get the touchdown? Who's going to get into the end zone? I do think still Godwin probably has more PPR upside on a weekly basis, so I probably feel good about him. Even though I guess I'd start both of them. They are playing against the Bucks or the Bears, so that's a good defense to throw the ball against. And it's Elijah Moore versus uh, Zay Flowers, who, in my mind, they're really, really close. But I think, again, similar to Romeo Dobbs, ships passing in the night. Elijah Moore now not competing with Amari Cooper anymore. Zay Flowers now competing with Mark Andrews. So, you know. All right, y'all, I got, I got to do this bullshit-ass punishment. So go follow us on TikTok. Go join the TikTok live stream. We're at BDGE on TikTok, unfortunately. Hate to see it. This is our profile. I don't even know if you guys can see that. Focus. Whatever. It's it's BDGE two underscores. I'm gonna I'm I gotta go act like a fucking NPC for a half hour. I hate my life. I hate you guys. I hate everybody and I hate football. That would have been a good send off. <clears throat> don't send any more super chats. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to catch up really quick on the super chats that are in here. Thank you guys for sending them. I hate that you send them, to be honest with you. I hate that you're paying me money to get questions answered, but I will answer them. Uh, Pierce, Kelly, Mostert, Azir, full PPR, pick two. Kelly and Mostert. Johnny Green, David Montgomery, or Javante is RB2. I would go David Montgomery there. Love the matchup against Seattle. And Brees, Javante, Dotson, JSN, or Brian Robinson, a second flex and full PPR. Jahan Dotson to the fucking moon. 3.4. We've got Puka or Garrett Wilson as a flex full PPR. I'm... Mm, mm. 
Call me crazy. We're going Puka here. Oh, why did you just move like that? Hey, how you doing? PPR, Zayer, Algier, I have Bijan, but the Falks. If you have Bijan already, I would probably diversify the revenue a little bit there, and I'd go Zay. Plus, Zay is definitely not a bad option in full PPR anyways. Woo, heavy dash. Pick two running backs and one flex. PPR, Gibbs, Najee, Algier, Kelly, Mike, Will, Puka. Two running backs, so we're definitely going Kelly and Gibbs. Let's run back Gibbs, baby. Let's fucking let him do his work, and then you need one flex, Mike, Will, or Puka. Love both of those options, and I would play both of them over the remaining running backs that you have available. I'm... Listen, this is like the theme of today. We're going Puka, not a flash in the pan. Puka, not beginner's luck. Puka is the Pookie. What to do? Full PPR, need a flex to Han Dotson, Puka, Josh Kelly, or Elijah Moore. Then do I start Deshaun Watson or Justin Fields? Thanks from my brother in Christ. Um, ooh, Deshaun Watson or Justin Fields. I actually I, I think we're gonna get a bounce back game for Justin Fields. I I like Josh, Justin Fields to bounce back. Fantasy-wise, uh, no Carlton Davis on the Bucks side of the ball. They are a pass defense that you can throw the ball against. They're a very tough run defense, so I like Fields. And then you need one to flex. Love Dotson. I love Puka. I think I would take both of them over Josh Kelly and Elijah Moore. So I'm going to let you make that decision. But if I had to narrow it down to two, it would be Dotson and Puka. And then I would, I would, I would legitimately probably flip a coin. All right, y'all. I love you. Go follow us on TikTok. Uh, make sure you got notifications on for tomorrow because we will be live streaming again around 11 a.m. Eastern time, and I'll try to get to as many questions as I possibly can. But as you can see, I can only fucking talk so fast before I pass away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.